Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Celebrating 10 years of award-winning car talk, this is the In Wheel Time car show, your weekly go-to all-things automotive place. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong, Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Saturday. Turned out to be a pretty nice day here in Southeast Texas, where our show originates from. And we're glad something to get done. Or if they're keeping the car long term and the fluids are coming up to be due, so that way they can kind of look over their budget and be more in control of their expenses. Well, I have to tell you that, uh, and I, I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but I took my car to her. This was, I don't know, December or January, mm-hmm. because the car needed fluids changed in it. Now, mind you, my car is 20 years old. Some of the fluids, well, obviously the oil gets changed on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but some of the fluids, to my knowledge, had never been changed. Oh, boy. And so uh, I wanted to make sure that they were fresh. Mm-hmm. I, I've been kind of working toward getting the car ready for a road trip. I keep threatening myself about going on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And part of that deal was to get all of the fluids changed so I have a starting point now and mm-hmm. I know where we are. And Carolina was kind enough to run me through all of that. And she actually had set up for me to get it done in increments so I didn't have one gigantic uh, expense. But as it turned out, it was okay for the one gigantic expense because to be honest with you, it's not cheap. Uh, because, I mean, we're, you name the fluids that you changed in my car. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and plus, not just the fluids, we use the BG. So it's double that you're you're making that investment on keeping the car long term. You've gotten the BG protection plan. And, I mean, I can't say enough good things about them, obviously, because they take care of my customers and they're happy about it. Uh, but being pro- Proactive is one of the best things people can do. I think over the last year, you know, many of us weren't driving as much. Maybe your mechanic told you, hey, you're going to need brakes coming up in six months. Pandemic happened. We're stuck at home. So now you're going to start driving again or you want to go to, you know, two hours away to visit grandma because now you can finally see her or et cetera. And you want to go have the car looked over to make sure that you're fully aware of maybe some things that we forgot. Well, and that's very important is to have the car looked over before you go on a long trip and get out of town. Mm -hmm. You know, if the car's been sitting for a long time, things can happen. um, Things can dry out. You know, things can get full of water. So you want to make sure you have a professional take a good look at the vehicle for you, do the inspection, get it up in the air and check stuff out before they send you on a long trip. And I don't know where you're going, Don. You're going to drive, drive all the way to... I don't even know where oh, I'm okay. going yet. No, I, 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 don't, I don't have a destination okay. yet. But uh, I hopefully will have one here before the 1st so, of July. If anybody wants to tell Don where he needs to go, I'll be lining up on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know all of that already. When Listen, are you going to get your fluids changed? I had all of my fluids oh, okay. changed. Yes, I did. I had all of that done, and she did it. <laughs> but the, the cool thing about uh, Carolina's Service Smart program is it, it allows you to plan to do all of those things. Correct. Because maybe not all of them are going to happen at once. But in that sequence, the program you, you've got written there is going to get make the recommendation on the timing that it's Different it's mile necessary. increments. Right, right, right. And right. different vehicles. And then right. also, if you're looking at, oh, sorry, 
if you're looking at buying a new car, now you have a start. Okay, well, how much longer is my plan to keep this car? So many, but so many things in life that we just keep going, going, going. We don't take time to stop and think about what we, what expectations are and how we can get to that point. So if we know already, oh gosh, the car is going to need brakes. I'm going to need to buy new tires in a year. So I don't, I'm not sure if this car is going to fit our family needs beyond another year and a half. So maybe we need to start looking at it, what kind of new cars we're going to buy. If we're buying a used car, start, start looking for the used car. What are some things we can spend money on and we'll get our money back whenever we go and trade it in? Because, you know, you're, you know, I, I always want a car to be well taken care of, but there's no point on spending a lot of money on maintenance if you're just going to turn around and go trade it in okay. when you could have used that money to go towards your newer car. So I think that's the biggest thing is it gives people a starting point and it really forces you to think about, okay, let me take five minutes out of my day and look at all my options here. And does this financially make sense for my family? Yeah. Should I invest $3,000 in maintaining the vehicle or use it as a down payment to get a new vehicle with less miles or a brand new vehicle uh, with no miles on it, you know, and find that balance. And that's what your service smarts there for is to give them, hey, here's the view of the future of what you're going to spend on maintenance in time increments, you know, and I always tell people, when you buy a car and you make payments on it for five years, six years, seven years, whatever they're moving <laughs> to today, um, continue to make that payment even after you've paid yes, the vehicle yes. off because you need to accrue that money to make maintenance, to keep the maintenance of the vehicle up. So if you're paying $500 a month for five years, at the end of five years, continue to make that $500 payment so that you have a, a, a bank for maintenance expense. Right. Or if you know, you know what, something happens to the car, now you're going to have money to put towards the next car. And you're able to have a, you know, a well-balanced budget, if you will. Or at the end of the year, you got extra money. Just go on vacation. Go on a road trip. Treat take, your family. Take Don with you. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you'll be insane by the end of the trip. But uh, the one thing that I wanted to bring up is the fact that she told me, and I was kind of like a reality check for me. Don, you need new tires. Now, there's plenty of tread left on the on the tires. We'll get into that at another time. But uh, the fact of the matter is they've aged out yeah. and they're starting to Damn. crack. And so uh, I talked to Jeff about it. We'll get into that another time. But that's part of what they do. They look at all of these different things. I didn't even think about tires until she said when I went and picked it up, wrote her the check, yeah. hey, you need new tires. Oh, and new tires on your Corvette's a couple of thousand dollars. No, well, it's not no, that, no, not that much. And, and, but the thing is, you walk by it, you look at it, oh, it's got plenty of tread. You just don't think about it being dating out. Ten years right. old. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's something that I've got to do here in the next month or two. So uh, at any rate, um, uh, you know, yeah. generally, have- I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I have a maintenance blog. It's maintenanceisamust.com. And there's different tips on there, like how to read the DOT date, uh, you know, when you're looking for a new car or what, what kind of questions to have with your mechanic. 
So even if you're not in the Houston area, because I know you have a lot of people who are not just in Houston that listen to you, they can visit my blog, maintenancemust.com, and they can read about different tidbits that I see throughout the you know week, and I'll just post something. And let's not forget that inspection sticker. And I, I know that's a sore subject for her because it's such a pain. Because, you know, they pretty much lose money by doing state inspections, but as a full-service shop, it's something that they have to do for their customers, like me. And it's quite an investment on their part because they have to have all the crazy state equipment there. And then it connects to the, the, the state of Texas computer, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a long, involved process. But you have to have it done to, to get, get your, your license plate, yes. You get the car registration. And now it's, uh, is, isn't it three months? You can get it done up to three months before your registration is due? Right, it's 90 days. 90 days. So, yeah. And that, that triggers, as soon as they do it, it tells the state that it's done. So when you send your uh, registration money in, they'll send you the sticker that you can put on the windshield. Yeah. Well, but, but some places you go to, like where I go to, <laughs> you, you pull up there. They look at the vehicle, they, they drive around the block, check the brakes on it real quick, they pull it in, do the headlights, boom, it's done. I mean, I'm talking five minutes. You live in, you <laughs> live in the What I'm saying don't is... don't think you need emissions. But, right, we don't need the emissions oh. where we're at. That's a big part right. of it. But to some place like your shop, I mean, not only do you have to do the emissions, but you also check out the vehicle for the customer. It's the halo effect. You know, where I go, it's kind of like, boom, you want inspections? Boom, here it's... Out, get out of the way. We yeah. got another one coming in behind you. Here, but, we don't even care about your car. Here's just the inspection sticker. Go ahead and take it <laughs> on your way. We used to could do that, but we can't do that anymore. But my point being, you know, somebody like her right. is checking out the whole vehicle for the customer, and you're going to get a lot more out of it than just an inspection sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a lot more time involved. Mm-hmm. Back to your point about they're losing. Carolina, money. what is the deal with the gas cap? I, I, I still don't quite understand that. Tell us about the gas cap. So the deal, like why we check it? Yeah. Why is that part of the inspection system? So uh, what the machine does, it's checking to make sure that the gas cap can pressurize. So you you don't want any fuel vapors escaping there. or We all care about the emissions. And then so you have that portion where we hook up the connected to the gas cap and it runs through this little pressure test. And then the OBD2 portion uh, like, remember you saw that I put that wire in the car? Yeah. That, you know, connects to the OBD2 port. That's checking to see the emissions on the computer side. So it's the state wanting to ensure that you are being a responsible owner for the environment. Yay. Yay, me, not, I am. Not to mention, okay. on, on some of the newer ones, if the gas cap doesn't seal, doesn't that throw a code and start causing you some uh, your yes some lights like to come sensor? on? Yeah. It'll, and yeah. then some cars don't even have the gas cap, so we just say, you know, it, it's not something that's testable. Yeah, because they have the, uh, when you push the gas uh, pump in, that opens up the little trap door. Yeah, the fuel um, filter. So fuel filler. capless mm-hmm. gas tanks. Mm-hmm. And that's more and more yes. manufacturers are moving towards ga- cap- capless gas tanks. Uh, Ford is, GM is, and, and more and more are so, moving to so that. So what does that do to the emissions? I mean, does it really seal that well? Like oh, yeah. That? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it seals for sure. But and then the other thing is, like you said, if it didn't seal, it'll turn a check engine light on, so that when Carolina plugs the wire in to talk to the computer in the mm-hmm. car, the computer says, "Hey, there's a PO four four two, and it's not Oldsmobile hey. related." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
A PO442. One of the most common. Yeah, PO442 in, in that world is a large evaporative emissions leak. For me, right. anything 442 is Oldsmobile related. The so old, it's, it's. The old gas passer there. Yeah. <laughs> we know. I, you. I just had someone who came in yesterday. Um, her check engine light was on. I was like, why don't you just come by? Let's just pull the code and we can make a plan. We don't have to think worst case scenario. There's so many different reasons why a check engine light can come on, just swing on by. And it was the gas cap. And we went to the fuel door, like we popped it open, and it was just completely missing. So that's why the light was on. Ah, uh, it wasn't even there. Interesting. It wasn't even there. Yeah, probably yeah. left so it I, in the pump when they were getting gas. And I think have. so. Could yes, the, the sun borrowed the car. Ah. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's sitting on top of a pump somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere. Now, right? now that would be so. unusual because my kids never put gas in my car when they borrowed it. <laughs> so where no. is the, where where is the best place for us to get this kind of information uh, through uh, professional auto care? For for the shop is professionalautocare.com. You can read a bunch of information about different vehicle systems. You can find out more about our business. You can read more about ServiceMart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Service Smart is is the is That's the thing that that we're kind of focus on with uh, getting your car ready to take the road trip, mm-hmm. and that's something mm-hmm. that uh, they can research on your website and also give you a call should they have any questions. Sure, and, absolutely. Uh, and Service Smart's an exclusive feature offered by Professional Auto Care because mm-hmm. Carolina's has written it. Now I keep waiting for her to go to like an app form on this, and then she can sell it to BG. <laughs> And then tie it all together. Well, there you go. So there's your new charge for the next uh, uh, six months to get yeah, that all you. developed. And, uh, and I know that you will. Send Carolina, off. it's great to talk to you. Thanks Always. so much for joining Thank us you. today. We love talking to you. And thanks Thank for coming in just for us today. We hope to see you again soon. Not too soon, but we hope to see you again right. soon. Take care, honey. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. It's always good to talk to her. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're a great shop. They've got some very good technicians there, and her dad kind of oversees everybody. It's really pretty interesting to go there as a shop because her dad has his own training center yes. across the street that he trains all his techs. They train Carolina there. Yeah. you know, So it's it, it's a very interesting shop, and they do wonderful work. Yeah, I got a chance to meet him on one of my visits there. Great guy. Yes. And knows his stuff big time. Very much so. Yep. Very much yep. so. And but she does as well. Oh, yes. yeah. But, you know, part of that is you have to continuously educate yourself. You know, the advancement of technology in cars is so fast right now. If you're not always trying to learn something, you quickly fall behind. Well, the more you know, it's easier to adapt as well because there's things that, okay, I know this particular function and feature, and then something else is coming on board with that. Okay, what are the results if I don't do this or I do that? And they they all tie in together. That's right. All right, time now for this week in auto history. We always love uh, talking about auto history, so, and I know that you always have some interesting things to talk about. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get um, um oh, you ready? Don't tell me I put the wrong one up. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So in uh, in 1921, Matilda Dodge 
was the widow of John Dodge from the Dodge Brothers. Ooh. She was named to the board of directors of Graham Page Motor Corporation, becoming the first woman to sit on the board of a major auto manufacturer. And to use a man's razor. Do I swipe left or right on this one? <laughs> so that, that, that's Matilda, a name that I don't think is very popular anymore. But, you know, she was the first head of a uh, female head of an automotive uh, company. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Cool. In 1955, Volkswagen of America was established in Englewood, New Jersey. 55 was also a banner year for Volkswagen as the company produced its one millionth car uh, for the first time worldwide. You got to remember, Volkswagen produces cars in Mexico, Germany. Uh, they were South America. Cars in South America. Yeah, yeah, all over the world. So, uh, yeah, so in 1955, they built a million vehicles. Uh, and they were actually averaging building 1,000 cars per day in 1955. In 1967, General Motors celebrated the manufacture of its 100 millionth American-made vehicle. It was a Chevy. 1960... That was a Chevy Caprice. Mm-hmm. You get the side view will show you the Caprice, because remember, the Caprice had the formal rear glass where the Impala had the fastback on yep. it. Um, so, again, that, and back then, GM was the world's largest auto manufacturer. Well, they're not anymore. The legendary Ayrton Senna won his first Formula One race and, excuse me, his first Formula One championship uh, at uh, the Portuguese Grand Prix in Estoril in 1985, uh, who eventually ended up uh, his demise at uh, Imola in Italy from a, a real bad wreck. Mm-hmm. In 1987, the Chrysler Corporation purchased Lamborghini, the Italian-based... Ba- Countach. Right. Didn't every uh, teenage kid yes, have, I that, did. have that on the wall? Of <laughs> yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. Didn't if you were cur- lucky, she had on a black bathing suit to go with it, if you are lucky. Didn't the colonel drive that? <laughs> um, the hey boy, we're gonna wander off that one. Uh, but the terms of the deal weren't weren't publicly disclosed. But it was said that uh, Chrysler paid twenty five million dollars for Lamborghini. That's yeah, a tight cockpit at, at the time. Oh yeah, those were very difficult to get in and out of as well. In nineteen in nineteen ninety five, after producing. 6,939 cars, the Chevrolet Corvette ZR1 went out of production. There's some interesting things about the ZR1, and that's why I kind of show the back. The the rear of the vehicle was wider on the ZR1-specific cars. The fenders were wider to cover larger tires. So a very specific rear fascia and rear fenders on that Corvette. And then if the the motor picture showed up somewhere else, but if the motor picture is there. On his review. Yeah, if the motor picture is there, actually the engine in the Corvette, uh, ZR1 put out the first year put out 375 horsepower. The second year and later put out 405 horsepower. Was uh, designed by Lotus, built by Mercury Marine in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Huh. So, and it was a 16 valve motor. So pretty interesting. And then in 2008, on uh, Danica Patrick won the Indy Japan 300 in the Twin Ring Motor Tegi in uh, Japan. <laughs> After, and she was the first uh, female to win an IndyCar race. Okay. So, again, interesting facts t- this week in automotive history. Thank you very much. Time now for this hour's news of the week. Uh, Ford Motor Company Wednesday informed workers that it is extending downtime at key North American plants, including at one of two sites that build the top-selling F-150 pickup truck between one and two weeks because of the ongoing chip shortage. 
In the memo, memo to employees obtained by Automotive News and confirmed with the company, Ford said the Chicago and Flat Rock, Michigan plants, as well as both the F-150 and transit van sides of its Kansas City, Missouri plant, will be shut down the weeks of May 3rd and 10th. Flat Rock, which builds the Mustang, and Chicago Assembly, which builds the Explorer and Lincoln Aviator crossovers, have been idled since the week of April 12th. Kansas City has been idled since the week of April 19th. And dealer inventories are falling quickly. It's been more than 800 days since the Motor City has had an auto show, and the next one is still about 500 days away. To fill the void until uh, September 2022, the Detroit Auto Dealers Association helping to bring a new car-focused event to the city this summer. Motor City Car Crawl, as they're going to call it, aims to bring some economic activity back to Detroit. Good luck. The four-day outdoor event set for August will showcase dealer-supplied vehicles throughout six downtown parks. So are they, are they implementing that in Woodward Cruise? Yeah, that's what's interesting. Is it going to be in, in, in association with the Woodward yeah. Dream Cruise? Because that's also in August. Um, uh, I will use this story next hour. Let, okay. me, let me look at this one here. Oh, right. uh, by the way. Uh, the Duke of Edinburgh began working with uh, the automaker Land Rover in 2003 to design his own hearse based on a Defender TD5-130 chassis cab. Uh, he said, "Just stick with me in the back of a Land stick me in the back of a Land Rover and drive me to Windsor." Is what he said. Uh, That's he a was, quote. He was yeah. dying to get in. Oh. Those are reportedly the funeral instructions that Prince Philip gave to his wife, Queen Elizabeth II, before he died April 9th at the age of 99. The Duke of Edinburgh began working with Land Rover in 2003 to create a bespoke hearse based on a Defender TD5-130 chassis cab, according to Sky News. Philip designed the open-top rear section to hold his wooden coffin. Officials said a second copy was built as a backup. I wonder who was in the cockpit driving it. I would have gone to Aston Martin or something, and I would have told him I was the Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Earl. <laughs> well, we went a long way for that joke. <laughs> so, you know, Mercedes introduced their EQS electric vehicle, and they're going to follow it up with an EQV B uh, electric SUV. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Nice. Uh, global micro to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made-to-order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, May 15th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Luby Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and everyone's invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all at one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Lippy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10 in Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Lippy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in, tailpipes and tacos, Saturday, May 15th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. The in-wheel time car show will be there, too. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the tailpipes and tacos Saturday morning cruise in, May 15th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy, weather permitting.
If you're in charge of your company's small, medium, or large business anywhere in the U.S., let the On Hold Company help you retain customers and promote your business on your telephone system. Promote special sales or company info when placed on hold. The On Hold Company provides custom on hold messages with professional male or female voices, licensed background music with no long term contract, no monthly recurring bill, and updates your messages as needed. Call the On Hold Company at 713 223 Hold or go to On Hold. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.